without further ado, the one and only Camille Abbott. Camille, C-A-M-I-L-L-E-A-B-B-O-T-T-A-T-X dot com, as in Austin, Texas, with Cooper Sotheby's International Realty. Camille, such a pleasure to be speaking with you on this beautiful Friday. Thank you so much for taking the time. I know how busy you are being the exceptional luxury realtor that you are in general and further in the magnificent luxury real estate market of Austin, Texas. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I was so looking, I have really been looking forward to this conversation because you're such a pleasure to speak with. And what a, um, what a fantastic time for us to have the opportunity to speak right now after, as we were just discussing, uh, our last conversation at the end of January, which was, uh, though it has moved so fast, it was nine, ten months ago, and a very different moment in time in luxury real estate in general. Further, I would imagine, in uh, Austin as well, as you can further explain. Mm -hmm. But I mean, a lot has... A lot has transpired since then, and a lot has now been transpiring in the recent weeks, if not month or so. And I'm really looking forward to hear how, how fantastic the past nine, ten months have been for you, and then also now what the current dynamic of Austin is. Obviously, people know that luxury real estate in certain uh, markets is experiencing you know different nuances depending on said market and thus without further ado how is Austin how has it been what is it like now I know you've had a fantastic year well it's it has changed um, you know I can you can almost check it from January 1 to June 1 and that was one market and starting June 1 it's a whole new wor uh, world. Uh, everything was fast and furious from January 1. And June 1, someone turned off the water. Mm -hmm. And everything shifted. And I know that that's a term that everyone is using right now, that there's a shift, there's a shift. But that's exactly what happened. And I think that in Austin, the sellers are still thinking that, well, this didn't happen to me. <laughs> it happened to everyone else, but it didn't happen to me. Right. That's not quite true. And the buyers all of a sudden have realized that they have a choice. There's not just one house in the neighborhood. There's several. And they're playing those cards. And they're not rushing out. And then, of course, you know, interest rate has gone up. And since when I got in the business, the interest rate was 14%. Six and a half doesn't look all that bad to me. Right. But if you're a first time home buyer, it looks really terrible to you. And it makes a difference as to if you're in or out of the market. Um, the luxury home market here in Austin is still selling. We still have people moving in because of jobs. But, um, and our market is still strong. You can look at the numbers and see that, but you can also look at the numbers and see where it too has slowed down. And we were talking about this yesterday what's on paper doesn't quite tell what's going on really um it's odd in that we're still selling houses the prices have certainly not you know just fallen drastically because we are 
you know, numbers are shifting and we're, we're seeing some price reductions, but the bottom hasn't fallen out. Mm-hmm. And there are still people buying houses. And on the high end, I mean, it's basically cash and it always has been. And we're not seeing that change so much, but we aren't seeing, you know, things just flying off the shelf either. So right. everybody's adjusting. Right, um, which at some point you, you knew was going to happen. I mean, everyone I knew absolutely. in luxury real estate, we, uh, as you and I discussed in January, and as I've discussed with many exceptional um, leading luxury realtors, brokers, et cetera, is, and so many had the, uh, the fortune to experience what happened uh, from March, April of 2020 up until, say, June of this year. And it was... I think it's okay. I think it's appropriate to use the uh, to use the term "glorious." It was a glorious. Yes. <laughs> it was a glorious. It was. <laughs> it was. It, it was a. It was a magnificent run, and we all knew that at some point it had to come to an end. Yeah. And you know, and and I think there's as a realtor. I mean, so we had this six months, and you kind of have to catch your breath, and now. If you're going to hang in there, and I've been through, not certainly not like that. That's the first time I've ever been through that kind of a feeding frenzy. Yeah. But I've been through four or five booms and busts. Mm-hmm. And so you know that you go back to what you've always done. Everybody says, I'm going back to basics. I, I was just listening to Gary Keller and on Inman yesterday. And, you know, Keller is, I mean, Keller is, is the guru. I mean, I've always thought that he was one of the smartest guys on the planet. And he said, you know, it's back to basics. And Keller, you know, when I was in his mastermind group, he said, you know, you got to get up and you got to do this and this and this and this. And he's still saying you got to do this and this and this and this. And that's what you do as an agent. You get up and you, you keep on doing those things and you'll be fine. But I mean, I think that if you were, if you really took advantage of those, of that market in the past two years, I mean, you're kind of going, oh my God. You know, am I going to be able to keep on keeping on? Because now you really are people. You got to show your value yep. and what you really bring to the table. And, you know, I think once again, Jay Cooper has put us in a wonderful spot that we do bring a lot to the table. And, you know, that's where our value is. And, you know, my fairy dust, I have I have a listing, you know, in my neighborhood. And as I told this lady, I said, my fairy dust is not quite working as well as it did in January because now (laughs) (laughs) it's just the truth. And, um, you know, I have the two highest sales in our neighborhood and part of that was timing, you know, they, they jumped at the right time. So it's, it's a whole new world, but I also had the advantage of in September, uh, our company and the two other Sotheby's affiliates had Texas networking event here in Austin. And we had 800 other Sotheby's agents uh, here in Austin for a two-day event. And, I mean, everybody was singing the same song. But it was very exciting because while they were singing the same song, they were also busy doing business. And so, you know, and Sotheby's Sotheby's does it better than anybody. I mean, they ended the whole conference with the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders because it ended on a Friday night. We all know that Friday night in Texas means football. And, you know, I'm thinking, well, they're going to bring in the Longhorn Band. They're going to do this. And they had the cheerleaders on stage. They're like, wow. That's fantastic. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. 
but it was it was a great event but it was also interesting talking to agents from other parts of the the country and they're all saying the same thing and these were all luxury agents right they uh it obviously certain markets are experiencing um this quote-unquote shift in different ways and, yes. and 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 it can change week to week depending on the market depending on nuances that just simply are out of anyone's prediction or to control yet that being said whether you're in austin aspen Vale, miami beach etc there is this shift and you brought up an interesting point how um you, know, you said when you first got into the business how interest rates were at, i believe you said 14 14 and a half percent and so now they're at six seven percent and you aptly said that well that's <laughs> that seems still pretty strong to me Yet, because, and I think this, in my opinion, plays very strong uh, into a correlation with the mindset shift or change that also happened to you know, society, if you will, with respect to the pandemic is, and let's just say specifically with luxury real estate, is you did have that magnificent, glorious run, as you put it, and it was buy. It was buying Austin, buying Aspen, buying these markets, and just and buying. That drove it, and it drove it. Interest rates were, I mean, in comparison, they were nothing. And now, with this opportunity to take a step back, breathe, get back to basics, fortunate, I think, in my opinion, fortunately, it's sure interest rates have gone up. They they always go up and down, but they're not at fourteen percent. You know, they're not at fifteen. Right. They're still they're still at a very respectably low level. Right. And here's the other thing I think that's playing in the market. Those people that bought and are sitting on a 2.5% 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, they're going, hmm, I don't know that I'm moving up. You know, I don't know that I want to go and, and change this because now mm -hmm. I'm looking at 65 7%. I'm one of those people, you know. I'm, you know, I, we move all the time. You know, I think it's an occupational hazard. And, but, <laughs> my husband tells you that he always has his bag packed because he never knows when I'm going to go, okay, we're moving. Um, That's funny. But it, at this point in time, I'm going 2.5% versus 6 I think I'm hanging around. And there, in Austin, you know, we're, we still don't have enough housing in Austin, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. And even though there's tons of things on the market, there's – not tons, but we still don't have enough housing. But I'm not letting go of two and a half percent. Right. And there is a huge. There's this little market in there that I know there's a bunch of people just like me that are, they're not going to let go of two and a half percent. And if you talk to some of the on sites with the builders, they'll tell you that they've got four four point nine nine percent locked in. And some of the promos are like, you know, if you can close by the end of the year, you get 4.99% for 30-year fixed rate. And they will tell you that people are buying the interest rate and, oh, by the way, there's a house attached to it. Interesting. Which is very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen that before? No. No. And I also think that there's people got, that for the first time in a long time, we're talking about using an arm. And I hadn't had anybody use an arm in ages. Interesting. And so, yeah, yeah. And so it is this, um, and I also, I think it's, uh, you know, as much as whatever profession we're in, but with yourself being a leading luxury realtor, we want to have a, a run, a magnificent, glorious period. And of course, we want that to keep going forever. When just as 
just as when the onset of the pandemic gave those such as yourself, leading luxury realtors, the opportunity to take a step back before the run occurred and, mm -hmm. you know, really take a step back, almost, you know, reinvent to a certain extent aspects of your business, learn new ways to do things, which were forced upon all of us with respect to mm -hmm. Zoom, et cetera. But now this is another opportunity and there's a, a fantastic uh, luxury letter that I, that we work with in Los Angeles, Cindy Ambiel, and she says moments like this, uh, she, you both remind me uh, a lot of each other. She said, moments like this, when you have a pause or a shift, however you might put it, it's the opportunity for those that are great and those that are truly willing to and have always done the work to become even better and to become even stronger. And yep. those that were simply part of the quote unquote run, good for them, that's great. Yet it weeds out the, you know, that, um, the, Separates the, the men from the boys. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's very well said. And that's true. It's true. And then that, and that's about, and that's the long game, right? That's the longevity in it. Yep. Yeah. And if, you know, if you're here for the long haul, you know, you are, you've already shifted. You started doing that in June. You started seeing the handwriting on the wall and knew you had to, had to change your game. And you knew that doing a market analysis using comps from prior to June one was a waste of time because those weren't real. Right. If you weren't using comps that were in June and even the June comps, because those were based on things and the contract was really written in May or April, that still wasn't really realistic. You needed to have things that were like closing on contracts that had been written in June mm -hmm. in order to get the real price. And so, you know, you just, you already started, I know in, for me, I started kind of shifting around and moving around in June, knowing where all this was heading and knowing what I needed to be doing so that I was going to come out on the other side of all of this and started looking at where I was heading with things. And I, and I agree with the agent in Los Angeles. I mean, if you've been around it, you're going to be around because you've already started the shift and you've already started doing what you need to do to come out on the other side and be better than you were in the beginning. Yeah, better than you were. And then, and that, of course, it being such as yourself, uh, a leading luxury realtor, and that means taking the opportunity to, that encompasses, of course, further becoming even better for your clients, better for your current exactly. clients, better for your new potential clients, et cetera. Exactly, exactly. And figuring out, you know, one of the speakers um, at the at the uh, TNE talked about doing postmortems, and he said he did one on every deal he did, where you went back and you looked at what you could do better and what you did really well. And that was kind of one of the things. You know, you, I've always kind of done that, but he said he had a notebook and he kept it all. And I thought that's a really great idea. That's a great idea. No, I've, I've never heard. It's a I've never wonderful heard that. idea. Yeah, Smart. I never had either, and I did. I've always done it to a degree, but not to the degree that that he had done it. And I thought we're adding that in so that we can look back and say what could we have done better? Because you know, this past year I wound up paying two thousand dollars because I didn't know about a deed restriction that I should have known about, so I picked up the tab on it. Mm -hmm. And because um, I thought that was my job, I should have known that. 
Right. It should not have been a surprise on the closing statement, so I picked up the tab on it. But, you know, I should have, you know, that was just one of those things that you learned that lesson. And I learned it well. I learned it well. That's $1,000 worth. That, <laughs> right. We've all, we've all had the, we've all had those lessons. And, um, yeah. and, and that, that being said, that says a lot about you, that you were willing to pick up the tab without thinking about it. And I think that's such a great idea. I'm actually going to apply that to myself and what I do. Going, just going back and analyzing each client, you know, each client, each relationship, even more as in depth as possible. It, mm-hmm. Along with learning from it, what did we do? What did I do? Great. What could I have done better? But further, it gives you the opportunity to really take a, a very intuitive and in-depth look at the client and say, yes. what, what, perhaps? Okay, looking. I did that analysis, but now in taking this this opportunity to really analyze this client what is it that what is there about this client that i could know more about that i that perhaps there are more opportunities that i could be extending to them how can i be that much more full service um and providing them with everything they need outside of that whether and i know you've worked with many clients on a number of transactions but uh, also if it was a client that at the time was one transaction well perhaps that client could be someone that I'm working with more, and in doing an analysis like an analysis such as that, you can perhaps discover that information, that knowledge. Exactly, and I think there's always that that little something that they don't expect, you know, that's that sets you apart, and it could be any number of things, but it's just that little bitty something. Like the other day, we had a showing that just kind of popped up and. The lady was on the way to the oncologist and she called me and she went, what are we going to do? And I said, well, you're going to go to the doctor and I'm going to come and get the dog out of the house and it'll all be okay. (laughs) And she was in a panic and I said, it's okay. I'm right here. I'm going to get the dog. Well, what if the dog won't go with you? And I said, the dog will go with me. I'm a dog. (laughs) Don't worry about it. And, you know, and she just, she went, when she got home, she was just like, I can't believe you did that. I said, it's my J-O-B. That's why I'm here. And, you know, it's just that little bitty thing that I didn't think a thing in the world about. And she just thought it was the most miraculous thing ever. And I love being able to do that for my clients. I just love being able to kind of pull that bunny out of the hat when they don't expect you to do that. And I don't think it's a big deal at all. I think it's part of what I do. I love being able to do that for people. And that's such a beautiful thing. It is. It is. And that, and, and that you, to you, it may seem, as you just said, like a little thing, yet it is something that it, you know, differentiates you in very, very significant ways uh, with people. And you said pulling a, uh, a rabbit out of a hat. And at the same time, I, th- I would like to refer back to your previous comment about uh, perhaps that's your magic fairy dust. Yeah, and you know... Also, I had one client that she was trying to get a horse here from West Virginia. And so I just happened to know the connections to get that horse here. And so we got it to, to Texas. And she goes, now what are we going to do? And I said, not, not a problem. I've got the connections. You're in Texas now. I've got the connections to get the horse here. And, um, and so we did. We got the horse here. She had bought a ranch from me. And we got the horse here. And she became one of my best clients. And it all revolved around getting this horse here. 
and I just happened to have the connections to get the horse there through all of this stuff. And, you know, she probably had no business having a horse, but she loved the horse. <laughs> and so we had to get the horse here. So that was what happened. And I love, I just, that's one of the things I really love about my job is being able to do that. And it's just, it's great fun. It's great fun. What, what are, and perfect segue into, I uh, have now had the opportunity to have 21 minutes of your time, Camille, which I'm very, very grateful for, yet I know how busy you are. And thus, what a great segue into what are a few of those, such as the uh, <laughs> saving the dog was fantastic. I know you didn't save it, but we'll say save. In her, in her mind, you did. In her, in her mind, you, sa- you saved her, her precious dog. And I get it. I'm a dog person. And, uh-huh. and it is the most, you know, they are, you know, they're two of the most important things in my life. So what are a few other moments this year? They could be pre-June. They could be post-June. A few other moments that, in your opinion, when you will look back on 2022, you can say, and perhaps this gives you an opportunity to think about, well, those are two or three I want to do these um, new post-mortems on, as, uh, as you were mentioning. What are a few that stand out in your mind and are really representative of you and strong, fantastic, successful client relationships and uh, transactions this year in magnificent Austin, Texas? Well, I had one that was, I had people that I had nursed along, you know, we were timing everything because they were going to Europe. And I said, we've got to time this just right because they wanted a six month lease back. And I was like, wow, that's really a long time y'all. And so I said, <laughs> let's get everything in order and we're gonna put the house on the market right before you go to Europe. And when you come back, we'll be in a multiple offer situation and we can pick the one we want and we'll get the price we want. And this was literally, I mean, like they, they came back on May 4th. I mean, this was right before everything just went crazy. And so they, they left, we had the showings. I got three offers, two of which backed out and we're left with one over asking was exactly what I told them we were going to get and they signed off on it and we sold the house and it closed on June 15th I mean they were they were like wow we can't believe you did this we can't believe you did this and I'm going I can't believe I did this this again Um, (laughs) and so they referred me the client next door and um of course you know we've not been nearly that successful because she waited too long but at any rate that was one of i thought that was one of my great stories of the year um it was just amazing that that all came together and they and they have since then told me repeatedly you were so on target with everything we loved that we loved that you were so on target and it did. I mean, it was like kind of like the A team. I loved it when a plan came together. Um, <laughs> exactly. Because, it reminds me of the quote, which I love, which is proceed as if success is inevitable. Yeah. I mean, I just charged into that. And I mean, the whole idea of shift had not even hit me. And I just acted like, well, this is going to happen. Boom, boom, boom. And it did. And thank goodness it did because we were a little unsteady there for a minute or two but that was <laughs> that, that one that was one of my favorites now you asked me this and I'm sitting here going you know I mean we're just I think that's about it 
I was trying to think the other was that. Um, well, you know, my, my granddaughter followed me around this year because she wants to be a realtor. She's got, um, she graduates in June, and I have some clients that I've had for 30 years, and we closed on one of their properties that he owns most of East Austin. But at any rate, they had a second home, and we closed on it. And um, so Caroline went with me for the closing. I asked them if she could come. Oh, yes, absolutely. And so we're sitting in the in the closing room, and um, Kelly goes, I'm going to give you some advice. And he's 89 years old, mm-hmm. sharp as a tack, and he's a wonderful man. And he goes, you need to listen to older people. And he said, your grandmother is one of the best. But he said, you need to listen to her, and you will never go wrong. I was just like, well, let's take my heart out of my chest. Oh, right so what now. a beautiful, um, com- what a beautiful comment and compliment. It was, it was, and um, and Caroline is just all about being a realtor, and she'll be a great one. She's off the University of Arkansas in September to study real estate finance and marketing. How fantastic! So, that must be really insp- um, endearing and inspiring and exciting for you that she wants to uh, she wants to do that. She, it is. Um, I just I love that and so she's followed me around all summer and went to some closings with me and went to some office meetings we did some realtor open houses that kind of thing and so of course we have to impress upon her that it's not all fast cars and mink coats and all that kind of stuff it's a lot of hard work <laughs> exactly it's 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 a significant amount of learning your basics, creating your own basics, and sticking mm-hmm. to those basics consistently, uh, as exactly. as we were discussing earlier. That is uh, that's fantastic. And is there anything that you would like? Thank you for sharing uh, both of those. Is there anything that you would like to touch upon with respect to your current Dripping Springs, Texas, uh, which is right there in Austin, and that's your neighborhood, right? And you have the your current listings there. Well, you know, this has been a challenge here because um, we have new construction going on in the area, and it's kind of eating our lunch because the builders can offer things that, that the sellers can't or they aren't willing to. Uh-huh. And um, because they, they, they're the ones, they can offer financing that we don't have access to. And so, you know, and the sellers are, you know, they... They saw an opportunity to make a lot of money, and now they're still can make an, a pretty penny compared to what they paid for it. They don't want to do that, but I mean, it's still a great place to be. And unfortunately, you know, we kind of moved out of the city to escape the city, and the city has overtaken us. Right. And so it's not the traffic here is amazing, but at any rate, um, I think our neighborhood is still a wonderful place to be, and as evidenced by the people buying new homes here. So, and Austin, Texas, is without a doubt still one of the most, which obviously is doesn't take someone such as myself to point it out, but uh, obviously you can validate this is still without a doubt one of the most optimal places to live in the world, uh, definitely in the United States and North America, with respect to what it offers. I mean, Austin is just um, it's such a thriving, magnificent. Um, city, culture, nightlife, restaurants, art, dining, you name it. I mean, and it's and such a it's a very positive place as well. 
It is, and you know, the new Moody Center has opened um, over on camp, on UT campus, and the entertainment that has been here in the past six months has been incredible. I mean, it has been one night after the other of just world-class entertainment. I mean, they had George Strait and Willie Nelson on the same stage for two nights in a row. Oh, <laughs> that's I mean, fantastic. That's great. I mean, and they've had, it hadn't been, it's been rock and roll as well. I mean, they've had everybody here. Sting has been here. Um, and now that I've said that, I can't think of all of them. But I mean, it's been incredible, the kind of talent that's been on that stage. There has been somebody something for everyone on that stage and it just keeps on that's magnificent and it speaks volumes about it speaks volumes about austin and the type of city that it is the type of people that live there and the types of people that run the city and further the types of very successful leading entrepreneurs such as yourself that uh, have lived in and loved austin for years and years and years, and so it's such um, such a great opportunity and place for those uh, for people to um, to live and exist in and achieve uh, one of the best lifestyles in uh, in again North America and on the planet. Camille Abbott. You know, we just finished ACL. Oh yes, I Matthew, I follow Matthew McConaughey, of course, and uh, on course. Instagram. <laughs> I like I like I like Matthew. We've had him on a cover too, and he uh, he's very positive, and I think he's also very intelligent. But yes. yeah, he was he and uh, his lovely wife Camilla were uh, posting yes. a lot about uh, a lot about that. Yes. And that is that's at the top of my list. I, I need to make it to that. I I was booked and ready to go one year. Something came up, but that now that we uh, we're back to full steam ahead with going to concerts and whatnot, that's uh, that's definitely something that I'm going to make it a point to see in the up, uh, perhaps hopefully next year. And that would then be hopefully a moment when I would be able to meet you in person. I would love that. I would love that. Well, thank you. I would too. I appreciate you saying that. And Camille, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for taking the time. Is there anything that I didn't ask you that I should have? Is there anything that we didn't touch upon that you'd like to during this past beautiful 30 minutes that we've had to speak? I think I'm good. <laughs> All right, Camille. You just, your, your amazing, positive, beautiful attitude just, uh, it comes through every word that you say. So thank you for you. Camille Abbott Cooper Sotheby's International Realty. Camille C A M I L L E Abbott A B B O T T A T X dot com. Camille, have a magnificent weekend, and I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thank you, Jed. You take care. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye.